0: Christ Church and all of our friends joining us today, I'm continuing this new message series, Remarkable Relationships. Hey, if you're with us on Facebook, say hello to other friends in the chat. Let us know that you're here. If you're with us on the website, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a prayer request or praise report. And of course, you can follow along with my outline on the website or the church app. How are you doing today? Have you had any God moments this week? A few mornings ago, I was up early and I stopped to pay attention to the sunrise as I watched an amazing array of purple and red colors of changing shades unfolded before me against the backdrop of white cotton-like clouds. And I was stunned by the glory and majesty of God. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. It seemed like God had painted that majestic view just for me. Have you ever had a moment like that? I'm convinced that in the midst of our everyday lives, the God of the universe is reaching out to us in profound ways to let us know of His grace and love and care even during a pandemic. I encourage you to look for these signs and when you do see them, be sure to share your wonder and joy with someone else. Today, I'm continuing our message series, Remarkable Relationships. The good news is this, God has created you for remarkable relationships. In fact, God wants you and I to have remarkable, healthy, awesome relationships. You were created a social being. We thrive when we interact and connect with others. You were created for remarkable relationships, but they're not necessarily easy or automatic. God knows what we're up against and has provided us wisdom and insight from His Word. Our task is to apply that insight to our lives. Last week we talked about different gifts in relationships. Some people are called to singleness, and God has a wonderful purpose in that. It's amazing what God does in and through the lives of single adults for them and the kingdom of God. Others are called to the marriage relationship, and God has a wonderful purpose in that too. God has given us different gifts in relationships and we affirm and celebrate God's purpose and plan in all of them. Today, I wanna talk about remarkable relationships in the family. Does God want us to have remarkable relationships in our family? I believe so. God wants us to have remarkable, healthy, awesome relationships in our families, but again, they don't happen automatically. There are some things that we can understand and some things that we can do. There are many forces today working against families, economic, spiritual, cultural, and social forces creating havoc and tremendous difficulty for families. And this COVID crisis has been one more thing hitting confronting families today and and nobody saw that coming. If there ever was a time for the church to come together and support and encourage families, this is it. Lord, give us your Holy Spirit missional imagination to know how to do it. Type Holy Spirit in the chat. Families are up against it today. but. You know, families have been up against tremendous challenges throughout world history. In fact, when the families of Jerusalem were under attack thousands of years ago, their leader, Nehemiah, said this. He said to the people of God, sometimes you have to fight for your family. Type fight in the chat. Sometimes you have to stand up and fight against all the influences around you. As Nehemiah led the people of God to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, he said in Nehemiah 4.14, don't be afraid. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and what? fight for your brothers, your sons, and your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Nehemiah reminds us your family is worth fighting for. Don't just give up and say it can't change, it can't be any different, it's too late. It's not too late. No matter where you are on the continuum of families, starting out or or at the end or or helping a new family develop, no matter where you are, it is not too late to fight or to make your family better. I wanna talk today about four traits remarkable traits of remarkable families. Whether you're a brother or a sister in the family or a mother or a father, a child, an aunt, an uncle, grandfather, grandmother, whoever you are, these four characteristics help us to have remarkable relationships and wonderful family ties. First of all, remarkable families have fun. Remarkable families learn how to have fun. Too many families are often all work and no play. It's just about getting us to the next event or the next holiday or the next milestone. We're too busy or too tired or too serious or too negative to have any fun. We can get way out of balance about that. Have you ever been there? A long time ago, the writer of the book of Ecclesiastes in chapter 11 verse eight said, people ought to what? Enjoy every day of their lives, no matter how long they live, right? Enjoy in the chat. It's never too late to have fun. What fun things does your family do together? When our kids were young, we sometimes played board games. There were walks to the park. We'd go camping with friends from church. I remember we used to ride our bikes on Saturday mornings through our little neighborhood and end up at the grocery store to get a donut. When they were little, I used to throw the girls over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes, I'd say, on the way to putting them to bed. Recently, Kathy has been getting together with all three of our girls on FaceTime and they bake something together. Jenny in Australia, Rachel in Salt Lake City and Sarah here in Tulsa, and they're all there spending time on a Saturday afternoon baking and and enjoying life together. I simply pop in and help out with quality control. (laughs) Technology during this COVID time has provided some amazing possibilities. In the midst of these challenging days, remember to make time for some fun in your family. Another trait of remarkable families, they encourage growth. They create an atmosphere of lifelong learning. They encourage the discovery of each person's unique gifts and talents. And here's the thing, remarkable families challenge everybody to keep growing. Mom, dad, brother, sister, everybody. We can always be learning about something. Don't get stuck in a rut look at how Jesus grew. The Bible tells us in Luke 2.52, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Notice there are four kinds of growth you want in your family. You grow in wisdom, that's mental growth. You grow in stature, that's physical health. You grow in favor with God, that's spiritual growth. And you grow in favor with man, that's social growth. Every person in your family can be growing in each of these areas. Not just the kids, mom, dad, brother, sister, aunts, uncles, grandparents. How are you going to be different a year from now? What new things are you going to learn? Average families just stay the same. Nobody changes. Nobody grows. Remarkable families encourage growth. What important things do we learn from our families? There are some things if we don't learn well as a child, we may struggle with later in life. One of them is what to do with our feelings. Our feelings. One of the most important skills of life is how do I handle my feelings, my emotions? What do I do with them? How do I deal with with how I feel." In a remarkable, healthy, awesome family, we learn how to recognize our feelings, how to name them, own up to them, how to express our feelings. You learn to name them and not stuff them. You own them, you name them, you get them out in the open rather than stuff them down inside or not talk about them. If we don't learn how to deal with our feelings well in our families, then we'll probably have to relearn that somewhere else and it's probably more painful then. A second skill you hope to learn in the family is how to handle conflict. If we don't learn how to handle conflict in our family well, we'll probably have problems later in relationships because we don't know how to clarify and resolve conflict if kids don't see their parents working on problems in front of them and show this is how we deal with differences how we deal with hurts with anger then we may have a problem with that many people in conflict become either a mute or a maniac they either go silent and say nothing or they blow up and say everything we either blow up or we clam up. And neither of those approaches works too well. When I was growing up, I noticed that my mother would often clam up, while my father would sometimes blow up. Now, they weren't the best examples for me and my siblings until Christ got a hold of both of their lives. And they in a time of change and transform, transformation began to ask him for help. After that, I noticed my dad didn't blow up like he used to and both of them found new ways to express their feelings. They discovered new ways to work things out and that turned out to be a great blessing for me and our whole family. Another big thing you hope to learn in the family is how to handle loss. How to handle loss. Because you're gonna have losses in life. You'll have big losses, small losses. Kids and parents have to learn how to deal with loss because it happens in our lives. When I was young, I struggled with losing in a competition. I was very competitive as a kid and to lose a game for me was very upsetting. I remember more than once I threw myself down on the ground. I was I was I was crying. No this wasn't high school, but elementary age perhaps. I remember once my mom looked at me for a bit and then she whispered in her low voice, "Oh Bob, don't be a crybaby. You can't win all the time." Now, just get up and do your best. Well, that was good advice then. And I remind myself, it is still true today. Here's a verse from Proverbs that speaks about that. Proverbs 24, 16. Even if good people fall seven times, they will get back up. Everybody, all of us make mistakes. We all mess up blow it, say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. We all experience failure, shortcomings, sin. Sometimes we miss the mark. A great secret to success in life is being willing to simply get back up. A fourth thing we hope to learn from our families is which values matter most. Type values in the chat. We get to help children understand which values matter most. Is it really about money, sex, and power, as popular culture seems to suggest? Is it about how you look and not your character? Is it about how you feel and not about what's right? Is it about making money instead of doing something significant for God? Rather than echoing the values of the world, Do we teach our children instead to know, love, and serve Christ and others? Rather than seeing the same things at home as in the world, do we show them Christ's light and try to live like Jesus so they can see the difference? The family is God's training ground for remarkable, healthy, amazing relationships, but again it doesn't happen automatically. How do remarkable families help each other grow? Mom, dad, brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews. How do we make how do we help one another grow? One way is through example. Jesus did this in teaching his disciples. First John 13, he says, "Since I've washed your feet, which was a model of humility and service, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done. We learn best by what? Example. Kids don't want to hear a sermon. They want to see it. They want to see it in you. Another way that we help one another grow is through conversations. We grow through conversations. We want to teach our children and grandchildren the basics of the faith, the Ten Commandments, the Golden Rule, the Great Commandment, the Great Commission, the good news about Jesus, the promise of eternal life. And we can do that as a part of our everyday conversations. During those natural, teachable moments that come around, around the dinner table, driving in the car, as we're playing or relaxing, they need to see our faith applied to everyday life. There are two things that don't help us grow, one of them criticizing. We often think that being critical of someone will help them grow. Instead, our judging, demeaning, and criticizing only makes them angry and bitter. The other practice, comparing. Comparing doesn't help us grow. In fact, it's deadly, it's lethal. We are all special and unique, so it's unhelpful and unfair to compare why can't you be more like your brother or your mom your dad why because you're not them you are you don't compare another characteristic of remarkable families they protect each other from the storms of life three quick storms that we all face sometimes it's mom or dad sometimes it's the kids one storm is change change happens it's often very rough on us both adults and kids this covid crisis again has brought an avalanche of change upon families and it has been rough we've been praying for families during this crisis and reaching out with resources and care and and conversations, I hope all of us accept the challenge to be protecting and caring for families in the midst of this current COVID storm. Another storm can be harmful ideas. Children and youth are bombarded with all kinds of harmful ideas today through TV, social media, the internet and pop culture. This has been a huge game changer, particularly over these past five or 10 years. Today's children are exposed to everything all at once like never before. It truly is a different world. We have to try and fully comprehend this change. Talk about it with our children and seek God for wisdom in the midst of this present storm. Another storm, rejection. We all face it in life. It's particularly painful, and when someone in the family experiences it, we need to rally around them. We may not make the team, or get the part that we wanted, or get the promotion at work. There may be a breakup between boyfriend-girlfriend, or a friendship fallout. These can be devastating experiences. So be there. Try to be present. Remember remarkable families protect each other in the storm. One more trait about remarkable families. They serve God and others. Write serve in the chat. They don't just care about themselves bless us lord us four and no more no remarkable families serve god and others they come to understand there is a higher calling beyond our family to the whole world hebrews 10:24 says let us think about each other and help each other to show love and to do what good deeds remarkable families teach their kids that they were made by god for a mission and they get outside of the four walls of the church and they do that mission work wherever God leads them. I love it when our church mobilizes families for mission. There's the opportunity to serve at the day center for the homeless or to help with family promise. A a recent COVID project we held, drive through Santa and there's always Operation Christmas Child shoebox gifts, a a family favorite. God wants us to have remarkable, healthy, awesome relationships. We're created for remarkable relationships, and the family is God's primary means of helping us to know what remarkable relationships look like. But again, they don't happen automatically. There are things to understand and always ways that we can grow in our families. May we keep Christ in the center of all of our efforts while calling upon Him for the grace and wisdom we need. So remember this, remarkable families have fun. They also help each other grow. They protect us from the storms of life and they teach us to serve God and others. I hope you have caught a larger vision for the family, for your family, for families everywhere. And remember that the greatest resource we have for remarkable relationships anywhere is Jesus. He is the one who came to earth to show us God's love. He's the one who gave up his life so that we might be set free from our our sin and our selfishness. He's the one who sends the Holy Spirit to help us have remarkable relationships in families as children, youth, as parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, and everyone in between. I pray you will commit yourself to be part of God's remarkable family, and I pray you will always know Jesus is the one who helps us have remarkable relationships and good family ties let's pray let's pray together oh heavenly father gracious lord thank you for your gift of family we each are part of one and though none of them are perfect and yes all of them reflect some degree of brokenness or another yet you use them to shape and guide our lives Lord, thank you for my family. Continue to give me a vision for what I can do to help it be a remarkable family. Lord, help me to remember the family is designed to be a place of fun and laughter. Give me fresh ideas of what I can do. Help me to remember that remarkable families encourage growth, how to deal with feelings, conflict, loss, What are areas that I can still grow in? Give me insight, Lord, and help me to remember that remarkable, healthy, awesome families protect each other from the storms of life. Lord, what are the things I can be doing right now, even in this pandemic? And finally, Lord, help me to see how my family can be a remarkable means to serve you and others in this world. Lord, give me a growing vision for what I can do in my family. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Hey, I hope and pray the message spoke to you today. God does want us to have remarkable relationships and the family is a primary means. He sent Jesus to be the source of love, grace and forgiveness that we need. If you have questions about the message, let me hear from you. If you'd like to visit more about new life in Christ, I'd love to visit with you about that too. If you've joined us today and have prayer requests or praise reports, send them to us. We wanna hear about them. Use the app or go to the website. Are you grateful for God's many blessings in your life? You know, your expressions of generosity are a tangible way to thank God and to impact the work of his kingdom. You can use text to give, the app, you can go to the website, mail in contributions. Your generosity is making a difference. Be sure to take advantage of our discipleship opportunities and find all the information you need on our website, cumctulsa.com. God bless you today. Remember, God wants you to have remarkable, amazing, healthy relationships and he sent jesus to provide the grace wisdom and insights we need look forward to these upcoming opportunities for now how can jesus help you to have remarkable healthy awesome relationships in your family you know Brittany. My grandpa used to say, if you really want to learn how to do something, you should start at the bottom. That's smart advice. Oh yeah, he was a great man. Terrible swim instructor. I'll see myself out. This year on Ash Wednesday, we have four options for the imposition of ashes. From 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 5 to 6.30 p.m., the sanctuary will be open. And new this year, you can go to the North Circle Drive for ashes without even leaving your car. Christ Church is looking for a new student ministry director who is passionate about teaching, discipling, and preparing students in grades 7 through 12 to become disciples of Jesus Christ. Email your resume to lbennett at cumctulsa.com. This month, Parent to Parent will focus on how to create a peaceful home and why that is so important. We hope to create a non-judgmental supportive group that can provide a place for parents to share and learn. You can find information about all of this and more on our website, cumctulsa.com.